Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 121 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elvin, and who's has a curse tonight with me? Michael K. Dynasty. <laughs> okay. And I'm Mike Fallick. I don't. I am cursed by this game. This game's unbeatable. Now, listen. I got a beef with you guys <laughs> off mic. I got a beef with Angelo Grant. Everyone, tell me which version is the good version. Can uh, we just there like? Isn't one. Oh well, someone said Japanese version. Who cares? The Japanese I don't know. version is the good version. Because Why is it good? I hate this. I hate this. Why it's is it less good? dumb. <laughs> What's less dumb? What's less dumb? Oh, we, we should playing. introduce what we're talking about. <laughs> hey, Castlevania 3, catch up, everyone. <laughs> oh, actually, Mike, where are my people? I know you're from. Hashtag cult.org. Now uh, I'm featured on Rizzle. 1.1 million views on Rizzle. Still damn. going up. Go check out that app. Uh, pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty It's pretty damn good. They, they sponsored a season of hashtag cult. That's up there. We're featured on the main page. Go download Rizzle. Hey, you sick of people not seeing your content? Go be an early adopter for once. Rizzle. And first, they supported it. For a split second, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, people probably know me from this podcast, Mike. Sorry, wrong yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah, the return of guest Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> I was subdued last time. And now, like a werewolf, which I think is in these games sometimes. I'm unsure. Then... I am. I have awoken lycanthropic-like to be upset about a game that I will be playing for my entire life. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll introduce, because this was actually my fault that we're playing this game in the show. Uh, we are covering Castlevania III Dracula's Curse that came out in 1990. I and- love this game. Let me be clear here. I love this game. <laughs> I don't know why. It is much like Jonathan Harker. Being trapped in... No, well, he never liked him. I'm like, I'm in the thrall of the game. It's a good game. It's just really Amazing hard. game! Mm-hmm. Well, we should say, there. well, there's two different versions of this. Both me and regular Mike played it on the, the Japanese version, which is... Uh, how do you pronounce that? Akumajo Densetsu. I'm yeah, gonna go that. with that. Because there's certain changes that they made. I think, one, do you take less damage? So... I think you still take the same amount of damage, but enemies take more damage. Certain okay. enemies have like an extra point or two of health that you have to, you know, take out like a normal game. This is irrelevant. Wait, that's it? That's the whole thing? No, that's not it. Health? Oh, no, that's not it. What else? Of the four playable characters, I think Grant has the biggest change where in the American version, he's got this piddly little shiv attack where all you can do is stab a half an inch in front of you. Yeah. And in the Japanese version, he throws it just like the dagger sub-weapon. So he always has a ranged attack. Okay. My god, that that thing makes all the difference. Does it, though? Because you don't get Grant until much later in the game. Oh, no, he's in the second stage. Does he? He's a monkey guy. Yeah, you beat the the first stage, and then you go through the clock tower to get him. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember Alucard is the vampire you don't get till way later in the game. Who can fly? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Well, I don't know that I use this guy. Maybe that's why I hate the game. Well, I wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't have mattered anyway. I wasn't oh, using the crap. Terrible. So American version because <laughs> he has no projectiles. So he's just a little dagger. And you have to get close to people. He can climb on ceiling. He can climb on the walls, and that's what's special about him. Mm-hmm. Oh he can skip yeah. Okay. I just. I literally. I cannot remember in playing it because it's been a <laughs> lifelong experience. Whether I don't didn't because because I play games. Hi, Mike Fallick here, a slave <laughs> to the artistic history. This show has opened my eyes up to how you can cheat at games and enjoy them. However, <laughs> when you guys go to heaven, 
they won't let you in because you cheated. So, uh, I, 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 that's, that might as well be what I say about why I don't cheat. There's no real logic other than wanting to feel something historical about the game, which I guess I could buy, like, old game genies or whatever, whatever. The, I mean, I've played it different ways, but yeah, that would work too. Whatever it is, like, I don't know why I don't, I really want to play it historically accurate. That being said, like, so I have my codes written down, like, you know, to get to the save file. So if I've gotten to a certain point, like, I'm not going to go back and start over. And, like, this all sounds insane. But, like, if you're telling me there's another character that I wasn't playing with the whole time that I could have had in an earlier stage, too bad. I'm so far in the game at this point. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Well, that's the the thing about this game. It's meant to be played different ways. Like, I actually beat this game four different ways with each of the characters. I mean, I use cheat codes and save states, so it's not, it wasn't, there's no break in here. Again, St. Peter, no, 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 sorry, Michael, (laughs) down to the bad place. But that's what I, not enough good deeds, Eddie McDowd. I mean, I would have never, if I, I actually tried playing this game legit before I started the podcast. I'm like, I'm going to beat this game legit. I have time and I'm an adult. I never got past the third level and I just turned off the the retro pie and I was done. So that's why I cheated this time. I never would have seen past the third level. But why? Why not just, uh, this is my whole question to everyone. Why not just like keep going? Why not just keep trying until you get a break? Why? I have five bookshelves full of different games I've never played next to me. (laughs) Too bad. Eat your vegetables, sir. (laughs) <laughs> That's the whole idea here. You sit down and you eat the stupid asparagus and, and you eat the bottoms, not just the tops, which are sometimes you can soak in sauce. You eat the whole disgusting piece of grass so that you get better at games. I, when people, I will say this, this is again, why I should, it's not necessarily a better lifestyle. I will repeat the anecdote that made sister to my girlfriend there's no word for people that don't get married and are together for a long time so things like in-laws which effectively we are it's annoying i'm annoyed by the english language my significant other sister i said i try to watch things in historical order and play things in historical order and i can't get past it and she said well there's there's a lot of honor in that and i said but there's no fun in it okay (laughs) there's zero fun in what i do when people watch me play games like these games I learned, I started to play retro games. I play them historically, right? So the games that come up at the same time are Contra 3, right? But right after, and Contra as well, and Castlevania 3. These games sort of are the same kind of uh, within a few historical years of each other in playing them. Contra, Castlevania, Contra 3, Alien Wars, as it's called. But people, when people watch you play, I think it would be illuminating. A lot of times what you see on the internet is speed runs. I play the same level. There will be times I'll be playing for three hours and I'm just playing the same section over and over and over again for three hours and I don't make any progress. I mean, that it's maddening to most people, but just they, do you should do it once, everyone. They made a whole genre about that. It's like, that's what Dark Souls is now. Just play the same area until you finally learn it. No, because Dark Souls... Dark Souls is easier, and and it's just <laughs> it is easier. Dark Souls is way easier than Castlevania Three, oh, yeah. and Dark Dark Souls is more of a like it is a reaction time game. Dark Souls, I, I could be convinced, is a genre made after you know when you play Mega Man through the first time and you get into a level, <laughs> and then it's like giant gear coming at you. Like that's Dark Souls is like the the art of this weird reaction that doesn't matter and doesn't actually say who you are as a gamer. Just this try is something it. different. 
This is this is something weird. It's something. It's like it's like our favorite Tom Cruise movie, Live Die st- Stop Seeing the Movie. It's a good if, movie. It's a hard. Let's talk about that set. I hate that movie. Why <laughs> like does everybody that. else like it? I hate that movie. I've only seen it once, but I, I really enjoyed it. When no, I saw you gotta it. live die repeat. Watch it again. Why did you like it? Have you I listen don't to remember. this show. Mike Mike tends to like things that other people hate. Mm-hmm. No, I like. I am not in that camp. I have a weird attitude towards entertainment where I think and all things in life where I think you can kind of trick yourself into liking shows and I will watch TV shows I don't find funny with people and like literally mimic the times when they laugh and like try and and pause and ask them like why did you find that funny like explain that joke to me and eventually I'll get it explain to me I here's the memorable part to live die which it wasn't called I saw I saw it when it was called the other thing when it wasn't called live die repeat whatever I saw the original version which was called like bungalows Edge of something. I remember it, but I can't. Uh, edge of edge of nothing. And so <laughs> I, I wonder if it's different, but I here's the memorable part. I brought French fries into the theater. It was pretty great. Uh, what do you like about it, Mike? I, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember I had a good feeling about seeing the movie when I saw it. Wow. That's all I got. This is what people are here for. <laughs> See, but this is this is this is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great description of how I feel in the world of video games. Is someone will be like, oh, yeah, I like Castlevania 3. I talked about this on the last episode, too. It's like, oh, yeah, I like Castlevania. And I'm instantly like, how did you beat it? What did you do here? How did you jump over <laughs> this thing here? I don't understand. The thing comes back at you. That jump is impossible. Do you do it quick? The bats, they seem to have different timings. Is there a way to get the timings the same way? That seems like bullshit that they have different timings when you walk They're in there. Different timing, though. Oh. You weren't wrong. The bats and the Medusa heads are totally random. It's bullshit. And yeah, they aren't do they that. on a global timer? Uh, that I don't know. What does that mean? Tell me about this. Tell me. I watched a lot of speedruns of this game before. <laughs> I so I can't play this game where shit without cheating. But I have always been obsessed with this game because I was actually introduced to Castlevania Three when I is one of my first games I ever saw when I was a kid. A friend of mine had the NES and he had this and he was he was decent at it. We never really got very far. I don't think <laughs> we ever got past the castle. He gets to the castle because as far as he got was death probably. But yeah, that death fight something else. But everything in this game, I mean, like you can I watch enough speedruns, you can ma- you can learn the patterns of most things in this game. And, and if you do things and you can go through it quickly without there's not a lot of randomness to this game. Hi, Mike Fallick here. <laughs> Speedrunners aren't getting into heaven either. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just saying it all. I am the prophet. OK, I run a, I run a show about cults, but I'm declaring my prophecy right now. You're not getting in if you cheat. You're not getting in if you watch speed running videos. You have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> well, it didn't Live, help me die, out. I mean, repeat. The way I played is they just hit me and hit me and I didn't take any damage. It was fine. <laughs> I beat death. That's so, impressive. Well, but I did. I did know through the zeitgeist. I didn't look it up, but I did know through the zeitgeist how to beat death. And for years I didn't believe it. So the only way that I sometimes cheat is I I played this game on both the Wii and the 3DS. Okay. Not the new 3DS, a different system. I've said this before, the ultimate crime against man. And now everyone's doing it. Xbox Series X, Xbox <laughs> XX, original X, ridiculous. And then, and the the first culprit was Nintendo making a new Nintendo 3DS, which as I've made this joke before, I'll make it on every video game show I've been on. It made me Google the words used new Nintendo 3DS <laughs> like an idiot, <laughs> like an idiot, like the biggest idiot on the planet. Anyway, I will use the save state feature, which doesn't help in a game, in my opinion. Save states, the way that they work with, with you know, Konami games and all those and Capcom games, um, it, it doesn't help because you need to get the rhythm anyway. So it doesn't really help. I would use the save state 
if like, okay, every single time I'm getting past this little tiny section with ease, like if it's like walking 10 feet, you know, walking 20 feet, I'll be like, I don't need to go right back to the checkpoint. I don't need to wait for the game to load. Like I'll use the save, the save state to do that. And so I had done that in this area and I was like, I can't beat death. So I'm going to just keep loading from where I know I can get to. And it starts over with a checkpoint. And I had heard through the zeitgeist to beat death that you have to use the, whatever, the one that's kind of like a boomerang, the scythe cross cross. Yeah. Cross. And I heard that and I just didn't believe it. So I just, kept saving in the level where I knew I could get to every time because you have to do something different to get the cross. So I wasn't going like essentially to get the cross in that level, you have to go underneath the staircase and then you get the cross and you come back. Now that doesn't sound like a big task. Why not do it? Well, if you don't believe that the cross works, it's kind of a waste of time to do every time. So I didn't believe it. The cross does work. It is how to beat the level. You can do it. It's actually really easy. It's just hard to get there. Just bring the cross, and it, and it is easy. It is easy to get past death at that point. So, did you ever see the double shot or triple shot in this game? Then, uh, yeah. Okay, because that's never like nothing's explained to you in this game. Because NES, you probably got to read the book or something. Yeah, yeah. probably in the manual. I've never <laughs> seen any of the manuals, and now no, with the stupid switch, which I have a switch now. I came on before like a luddite. I was gifted it. It's like my <laughs> favorite thing in the world. I have a switch light, <laughs> and the main reason I like it is because it's pink, like everything else I own. In that, you have to, like, go on your phone to see the manuals. What? So lame. And same with, with the Nintendo, whatchamacallit, the, the SNES Mini. You have to hold your phone up, and you get a QR code, and you go to an exclusive Weird. website that you can't Google, by the way. It is exclusive, which is cool. Like, you can't, like, just Google manuals, and they're there, other than an off-brand website. Like, you, you do get brought to a special little page, and, th- and then you see it through the QR code. But... Just like, let me see it on the screen. You had the tech there. I don't get what that's for. Because it's Nintendo. I mean, that's all I got. But anyway, but anyway, yeah, I saw that you need, you, those are, those are clutch, the double and triple shot. But I didn't see that in a manual. I just figured it out. Did I do good? Am I good? Or is that average? I only knew about it because speedruns told me they would talk about it. That's all I knew about it. But You don't just whip every wall you come across? No, I do. But you get the double shot and triple shot. You have to destroy 20 things or 20 hits with a sub weapon will also make a drop. Oh. Oh, well, that I did not know. It's just available yeah, in candles. And yeah, but every once in a while when you're killing it, it does. That's the thing. Like, like we were talking about this last time. We, I, we forgot to establish which mic I'm talking to. Okay. Alberton. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, I was telling you last time, one of the keys to games like this is like, just keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Because although I don't agree with speed running, it definitely comes out of the fact that like, this is not a game like Castlevania for, where you can chill and you can kind of get your bearings or, or like, or Mega Man, you need to like, just honestly keep moving. And the reason that you do, once you really get into the game the right way, see the double and triple shot. And yeah, the drop is really like weird. It comes down and then kind of moves with you for a little. It's, it's like kind of cool. It feels like the game is broken the first time it happens. But like the reason it happens is because when you're playing the game, well, it it, it is close. I'm going to listen. Hughes. I'll give you credit for one second. It is a little bit like Dark Souls in that you kind of memorize and have a rhythm and get a run going. And that's why it happens. So if you're playing the game without cheating, I think, Mr. Alberton, I think you could be really good at these games and you just don't give yourself the chance. You're the, you're the kid in gym class who starts to climb the rope and is doing really good and gets scared. I think you can climb the rope. I think you can climb the rope. I'd have to Something- quit doing this podcast for that, though. No, you wouldn't. I don't have time. Uh, I'm weak. Oh, come on. Don't, do you have a Switch or a new Nintendo 3DS XL new used? No, I have a laptop. 
you have a laptop. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're at work, I actually, so I have a problem with like, I have an actual like addiction to, to, to working. I, I have like a, I'm definitely like a workaholic. It's part of my OCD. Like I, I have a, I have a problem where if I think I mess up at something, I then have to work more on top of it. So as a deterrent to that, I play lots of retro games because you can just flip them on. I'm telling you lunch breaks, you know, breaks from thinking about something, whatever it is, play for 20 minutes and don't use any cheats. You will be these games. I believe because the way you talk about them, not you, Hughes, you're going to, you're going to speed run or hell with the rest of them. But I've Albert. <laughs> this works. This is funny. I, I beat this game twice without cheating. So yeah, go, of go course on. you did sinner. Oh, he's good at games. I mean, I am not like I, cause one thing about this game, I don't like, I mean, it's good. It's Castlevania. I don't like the way he jumps. I also don't like that. When he falls off something, he goes straight down. There is no, like, you can curve a little. Grant can curve when he falls, but Alucard, Trevor, I think Sypha, too, they just drop straight down to their death. Yeah. Uh, I think not even me. Grant, if you walk off a platform, he just falls. Like, oh, he does fall. Control- okay, maybe I was just jumping all the damn time with him then. Yeah. Because he also jumps higher. This is an instance where I think playing on certified, I know this is going to sound so fanboyish and so Nintendo-y, and I want to hear what Hughes hears about it because he is a sinner and we have to love them. Um, but because he, <laughs> he's going straight to speedrunner hell. Uh, it, I do think using it, playing it on a certified system helps because everything's sort of formatted in the right way. And you can gauge like what that jump is. I think that playing on a laptop and playing on sort of computers and screens like that does make it harder when you have these finite jumps. There's a good word for what those are. I forget what they are. Again, I'll tell a fellow hard video game addict, Angelo Grant. He knew the word for them and he told me them. Forgot what it is. But I found that playing it on the 3DS, I knew every time what that jump looked like. I could gauge it really easily. And it actually was more comforting. Like, I can't play with Luigi in any of the Super Marios. <laughs> I, that, that unnerves me. The, the, the wiggliness of that little fella, that tiny Italian fella. I do like him in Mario Kart. He's underrated say that on every video game show what do you think of that idea how did you beat it sir hughes so i played this on my modded psp so got like i'm in the gray area between mm-hmm. yeah straight official to, hardware straight to, to game pirate or hell it's fine it's okay you're not getting in anyway just live the life yeah, well. sort of a john locke attitude towards your fav or calvinist attitude towards your fate in life you know and i'm gonna so just hang out with all the glue employees down in hell because they made the game genie so <laughs> so wait so is it is it just literally a rom shoved onto a disc is it what what's the deal uh, it's all it's all digital, but okay. yeah, bas- basically that. Cool. So so it's emulating a Nintendo. So it pretends pretends to be an NES, or in this case, a Famicom. But yeah, so it's mimicking official hardware. But it's the same screen every time, right? It's your P. You said PSP, not PS2. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the P. I think that that's like a big key to doing this stuff is like your laptop and emulators and stuff. I think it's definitely going to make it harder. Um, I think you can still buy games on the 3DS store, by the way, if you're listening to this. Yep, um, you can. Yeah, pretty cool. Castlevania, is five, Castlevania 3 is $5 on there. Ooh, I got it for, I think, a sale. You'll never see the end of it, but it's worth it. I think I will wait for that to go on sale. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save that money. Or you um, pay 20 on the Switch and get that collection that's got like every Castlevania game on it. So no. how did you beat it? That will never happen. But how did that collection will never come out? How did you beat the game, Hughes? 
So I got to Grant. So I did the first stage of the, the clock tower and got Grant, and I exclusively used him for the rest of the game. Cheating! Welcome That's to hell! That's not cheating. It's within the game's parameters. Within it's legit. a Japanese game's parameters. Well, yeah, that's fair. But I did beat it as Sypha, too, so... I don't she's have Sypha's idea. really damn good, though. She does. Her... Instead of having the, the normal sub-weapons like the Holy Water and the Cross and whatnot, she has different magic spells, and they are quite useful. I also but, always thought it was a guy for the longest time because in the English version it goes, he wants to join you or something, him yeah, or he, because there was a mis- mistranslation there. Mistranslation, yep. See, but and, you see, this is where I'm fascinated with you, Alberton. You read things, but you don't listen. I don't listen to music either in games. I agree with you. Stupid. I did in this game. Oh, you listen got- to the music. Yeah, because again, it comes from that era where something that I played as a kid where I can listen to the music and it sticks with me where stuff from a certain era I don't listen to anymore. It's Do you weird. want no allies in this music hate thing? Why didn't you just lie and tell me you didn't listen to it? <laughs> you, Normally I don't, is, though. But this this is this is where my not listening to music comes from. This and games from that, that, that I'm more fond of in my childhood, which is like, you know, PlayStation 1. Is like well, PlayStation One because the games were terrible and you play the same levels over and over again. But like, <laughs> except for Tony Hawk, which I was jamming. But like, this is where really my habit of not listening. And this is the one place you can convince people, Alberton, is that because it's like you have to play the same level over and over and over again, and it's like mind numbing at that point. You can't but the do music's it. so good. Yeah, it is good. So is a lot of songs. But guess what? I don't torture myself and listen to them over and over and over again all the time. I didn't hear it over and over again because I just reloaded the save state and kept going. <laughs> so I didn't have that issue if they hit. But I first played the game with just save state, so I wasn't using like Game Genie codes. I could still die instead of play careful. When I got to death, that's when that went out the window, and I just used Game Genie codes and beat the game the rest of the way like that. What codes? Point. What code? Because because I'm always of the opinion too that I've I've been on record. I think I said this on this show too. The Capcom code for the lives in Contra and a lot of other cheats that were available and widely known. Again, this is because of my historical context. I knew about those cheats and I sort of felt like they don't help. What code specifically did you use to beat this game? Infinite Life, so they couldn't hurt me, and I used save states. So I didn't fall down any holes. So invincibility, so. you could have. Yes. Okay, well then that's what is that even a game? <laughs> Hey, I still got the. I got it's to get a the movie story. that you could, that yeah, you could it's, jump it's slightly a, in. It's a guided tour at that point. At yeah. best, this is I VR like porn. Tour. You could look up and down. It's <laughs> essentially what it is. VR porn. You could slightly because the screen moves up when you jump. Sometimes you could slightly look up and down at the level. <laughs> That's what you play. Hey, but you me- know what? After all the years of doing this. That actually sounds lovely. You know what? I mean, you get to, I got, I actually, because of cheating, I went through all 16 levels of this game. I beat the game with all four characters. I got to see everything and it's so yeah. cool. There's, there's a museum in New York. People will know it called the PS one. Uh, it's part of MoMA, but it's the weird area where like actual modern art is like people doing weird crap like today, as opposed to MoMA, which sometimes has historically modern art things from the last hundred years or so. And they did a video game exhibition. And one of the really cool things that they did was they put up on the wall like big, like a big projection of a Mario level. Uh, someone had done some modifications to it, but it was really cool because you could see one one done like 
across every single thing of the wall. And so it was like, it was one level in this room, but you were, your ability to go forward and it was based on your skill, but you could see it all at once. So there's a, there's an artistic reason to do what you did. And I would go with that. But again, going straight to hell because you listen to the music (laughs) and that's fine. It's not, look, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to give out sentences. I, that's (laughs) my whole job. Okay. I mean, no, I don't out. Well, I mean, I, I save state all the damn time. I cheat game, but normally once I beat a game in any form for the show, it's over, it's done. I move on. This was a strange situation where I kept wanting to play as all the characters. I wanted to experience just the way that each one handles different because Trevor is your normal Castlevania. He has his whip. And I also want to say in the Japanese version, the whip is a little bit longer. Right, Mike? I have not seen anything maybe about that. Okay, maybe which, I'm just which whip? hallucinating. The other, uh, Hughes. No, which whip? The, whip, the third whip, the when you third, power it all the, the way up. The third whip is even longer than it is. Huh. That's interesting. I think so. I mean... It feels like it might have been, but then again, it's been a long time since I, I did just play, I, cause I started up the English version first. I couldn't find the Japanese ROM and then I, and then, and then he sent me the Japanese ROM. So I just played that way. That doesn't seem like an advantage to be honest. The third whip being longer, the first whip being longer sounds great nah, because the first whip char- is so garbage. Yeah. Cause characters get so close the, the, if that whip being any longer, like, and I even have this problem if it wasn't for the way that Castlevania four works with like that the middle of your whip sometimes counts. It's hard. It's like a huge distance to aim that kind of thing. And like the, the, the platforms are definitely designed to you're kind of falling off and you're kind of just trying to get on. So to me, I don't think that would make a lot of stuff easier, especially since the longer the whip, the longer the animation to get it back is, I don't know that that would help a ton. I think I'm just making up that. That doesn't look to be one of the things. The grant using the dagger. Alucard only using one heart when he's in bat form versus in the American version, it's more. Oh, second. well, that's horseshit, then. That's like the whole thing. Alucard sucks anyway. No, he, you stop it. Jesus. He is the weakest. As a guy who played this game four different times, like he, when it comes to his little ball attack, if he doesn't hit him with more than one, it takes two hit two balls to kill a Medusa head. Yeah. It's but he can flur. He can flur around. Yeah, which is as long as he also hearts. has the hardest. By going his route, you end up going the hardest way of getting to the castle. Oh too. man, seven five. Fuck that stage. That thing sucks. You can skip it with Alucard and just fly up the complete Barely. area that you were in. If you have hearts, if you die at any point, and you start with like five. I think you have to wait for. So we should explain it for the listeners. You're in this pit. And it's constantly raining blocks on you, and you basically have to wait until they're tall enough to access the next area. But like I said, if you die, you don't have the heart, so you can't just fly up there. And even then, you can get hit by a block, turns you back into Alucard, fall to your death. uh, (laughs) Oh, man, it's bad. It sucks. See, but that's one of those ones that this is where I'm trying to tell people about these games, is like, that's one of those levels where you're overthinking it. There are a lot of levels in these games where it's just like, just walk forward. Uh, they, they, not, they, not in this part. Just, tr- tr- trust me. Trust me. I know it seems like you can't. Listen, you're going to have to do some maneuvering, but just move forward is like a big, you should be and like trying to save hearts or whatever, do a thing. You should just be focusing on like, I want to try the front of this level with just move forward just move forward and see what happens. Like you should in every Konami and Capcom game, you should go into it and be like, 
I'm going to try and do it as if I know how to speed run. And you will make a lot more progress than you, than you think. And you'll get so you literally for the level he's talking about. Literally the blocks are falling down. You have to jump on the blocks after they fall to climb up. There is no speed running it. There is no getting it's miserable. I tried it twice. I played it twice. Two Wait, and which half, which one are you talking about? Hold on. Now I got to look up. The, if you go during, cause the thing about this game is you have a whole map that shows love. And the whole point is you're trying to get to Dracula's castle. And you go two different routes. There's one route where you go, you see like a graveyard, and you go onto a boat to go get Sifa or Sifa. There's another route where you go to the swamp to get Alucard. But somewhere in that swamp, depending on which way you go, is where you end up going through an area where you'll be in the bottom part of getting to his castle. And these blocks just keep falling. I stand by my statement. I stand by my (laughs) statement. No, you can't speed it. I no, you can't. You can find that video, but like you just gotta chill. Oh, I, I, tried it for, I tried it for a good 45 minutes and finally gave up. Yeah, it sucks. Look, I haven't beaten the game yet, okay? <laughs> I also, as a guy who kept playing it and you know messing with save states, if you keep jumping higher with Grant, because he can jump high, like I would go whenever the top part is, if the blocks are no longer on screen when the new blocks are falling, they don't make any more barriers. Mm-hmm. You'll end up just killing yourself, which is what I did, and just had to start over and do it and do it differently as Grant. So, yeah, it's it's miserable. But one thing I, I do want to talk about we haven't mentioned yet, that this game has a map, and I love maps. I love when games have maps. It's not a map that lets you see anything, but it lets you kind of see how I know this traveling. level. I stand by my statement. <laughs> <laughs> like You see how you're traveling, and I love that. I love how when you go through the fir- level two, which is the clock tower, you're trying to go right to his castle. And it's when you finish the clock tower, the bridge breaks, and that's why you have to then go back down the tower and go a whole different way because everything fell apart because you, you were just trying to get there the quickest way and you couldn't. I like that. I, I remember this level distinctly. You just <laughs> I, gotta fucking go. I understand what you're saying. The shit melts and shit's falling. You just gotta go. No, it's past that. It's the part when you're climbing up this tower of blocks to get into the castle. Yeah, it, it's bad. Stand by everything I say. <laughs> I do love how you fight almost every... You don't fight Sypha, but for get each, char- each character. Like, to get Alucard, you have to fight Alucard before he'll join you. You have to fight Grant right. before he gets turned back into Grant to join you. And then to get Sypha, you have to fight a Cyclops. I really like that. Mm-hmm. It is nice to have like the extra characters. So it's not just strictly a Belmont with the whip. But I want to sta- say, I stand by my statement, but it should be known I've never gotten to the castle. Just to be clear. <laughs> Uh, this, I stand the by other route is... is much easier. If you go the route of Sypha and you don't go down into the swamp, like when I was a kid, we never went down to the swamp because I think my friend who owned this game said, no, you don't go that way. It's too hard. You always go, you go Sypha, you go to the ship and then you get, and you skip a few levels and you go into the tower, into the castle, where if you go down the other path, you go in, into the swamp and you get Alucard and that's, and you go, you did go to my favorite level though, was down there where you went into a freaking like water a water place where you fight the boss, you you get him down to a sliver of his health, and then he floods the whole arena. You have to go chase after him, kind of. I don't remember that. You might have not done it. It's you have to. It's you have to go a different path. I never went before <laughs> during the Alucard area that led to it. Huh. See, this is what I'm saying about experiential gaming. You guys know where you're going. You have these stories from when you were kids and what you could do. And when I'm all over the woods, I don't know how to go different directions. <laughs> I don't know what I'm choosing. I just choose. I'm just in the shit. You know, I, I didn't know the bottom part of this game as well, because when I watch speedruns of this game, which I've watched many, many speedruns of this game, I used to <laughs> cause I, I love this game. They none of them ever go the other way. They always go 
the way that I knew. They never go down by the swamp because it's longer. So I've never seen the Bone Dragon King until my playthrough here, which I really liked. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Wait, let me look up Bone Dragon. I all, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't like this game is more like feeling like trapped in a castle to me. Is I don't look stuff up. I don't like Bone well, Dragon. The other thing about this game is you're not in the castle for the good chunk of the game. Like there's actually a lot. This is also the first. It's all the castle to me. <laughs> Before this was actually the first in in the Castlevania timeline. This is the first game for a very long time of of the whole like mythology of Castlevania. This is also the game where they don't say it in here, maybe it's an instruction book where Dracula becomes Dracula. He wasn't a killer before well, he was a killer, I guess, but he wasn't really a monster until in this happens when they kill, they burn his wife at the stake. And that's why he ends up deciding to kill everyone. And this is when Castlevania is born is in the, is all in this game, which I love Poor Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, none of it, I think it might be an instruction book, but none of it's talked about in the game. Cause there's not, you know, it's an NES game. There's not much dialogue, but I love how much story is in here that you get like, you know, Trevor is traveling on this quest to kill Dracula because the whole, all of Europe is just in ruins right now because of Dracula. And he's and that's what's going on with this whole thing. Like that ship that you get on is supposed to be the ship that Grant was on that tried to attack Dracula. because A bunch of pirates attacked him and then the pirates got killed and Grant got turned into a demon. And that's why you fight him in the clock tower. This is why I don't listen to game story. <laughs> that was bullshit. <laughs> I I love Castlevania's history. Like I I love it. I think it is amazing. I I want to say that on that topic, this show, like while we're we'll saying nice things to these people that are definitely <laughs> going straight to burning Inferno of Hell, I will I will say you guys accommodated me because I am super interested in the anime. I really love the style. It reminds me of other adapted animes, which I haven't looked up if it's by the same team. But I was big into the Blade anime and the the X-Men anime. And so I thank you guys that while we're on the topic of Castlevania history, I'm sure both of you, at least Albert and definitely, are itching to talk about that, <laughs> that anime. I'll be another episode. Oh, it's killing him! And I, <laughs> I asked them not to. This is one <laughs> of those shows where I really have to skip skip spoilers like the only reason i ever skip an episode of this show is because it's something i'm like i'm trying to i want to look at your feed and tell you episodes i haven't heard yet because i'm like literally watching it or something hold on because that's literally you guys are usually on i'll i'll listen to legacy of kane because never playing the garbage ones that you guys play with oh, julian hold on but wait it's all julian that's, 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 that's all oh, yeah. of them <laughs> julian loves it I, I played the ps1 one wait what are the ones i've skipped recently as well because i'm arkham city i had to skip that playing that oh, right now. that's a great episode too so definitely come uh, back to that yeah <laughs> i want i want to see that what was, but there was like a bunch lately and i was like i'm literally that's in my hand and i'm playing <laughs> it um mandalorian <laughs> i haven't seen that uh show. yeah dark crystal which i didn't know which one you were talking about so i assumed it was the, the netflix one is it not uh no it's the old movie from jim the jim henson movie but long Perfect. before netflix and i can listen to it there we go. This is why we established this stuff. Those are the only ones. But yeah, so thank you guys for not... I don't no particularly problem. like the story in this game. I think it's nonsense. It's uh, not there in the NES game as much. It's more of... Then I, it's, it's not there! Okay, it everyone? Is it's... The translation's garbage, too. Like, I looked up a video of all four endings, and they're all just complete gobbledygook like they make no goddamn sense no but, i mean i a just creepy pasta a video game story does not make sir just because it exists on wikipedia and someone else knew what was going on if i can't glean it from the game which you can't
can't, then no. it's not there. I think I it might be like... in the instruction book that I haven't read. <laughs> but 30 years later, they're like, hey, we're going to make this game into an anime. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they the got trailer, something. So I'm saying that. It's amazing that, that I have been shocked every single time someone does something with the, the Castlevania series, which is to say the outfit for the Belmont in general and all of them in general is t- terrible. It <laughs> looks very dumb. Although in something we don't talk about nowadays, skirts were a manly thing, right? You know, you use skirts for armor. That was a big, big thing. The, the Trojans wore uh, skirts yep. uh, on, on the skirt had to be worn as a piece of armor on your horse. It was associated with men and armor for a long time. That being said, like, until I saw the front of Castlevania, I didn't really understand how he was dressing. You know, I didn't get it at all. And then every time I saw it, I go, that's dumb and generic and boring. And yet every time they do something, they really do stick with his little short shorts. They really do get him in there. Everyone's favorite color, brown. I know. Hey, the cover, we we got to talk about the cover. The cover is just so... I, like it's a painting of like Sypha is in there doing a flame spell, but you can't see her face. You have Trevor wearing his skirt. You have Grant half, you know, with no shirt on climbing up the top of some pillar, but there's no Alucard on here. I'm going to see if we can see him somewhere. Well, there's Maybe, a bat. Oh, oh, there's a bat. There's a bat. There's a bat there. Mr. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty rad. Um, I'm a big fan of the, so in, in the world of filmmaking, there's a thing called letterboxing, and it's sort of become faux pas. But I think, it, and it's the idea of the brown or gray or uh, whatever ver- black, whatever version you're seeing of the cover, uh, border around the image, and it's sort of become like, oh, no one does that. But uh, I like it a lot, and it gives me, even though it's not nostalgia for me, this is a new hobby. It gives me a certain sense of, I don't know, some feeling. I don't believe in nostalgia, so whatever nostalgia is, maybe that's. Maybe the closest my Klingon heart can get to it. But um, it, it, and I like that they even in doing that break the, the letterbox in this cover. It, it, it sort of goes out. It's sort of ah, Dracula's power knows no bounds. It goes outside the little gray area that we didn't need to have. But it goes outside of it. Screw you. You can win a trip to Dracula's hometown, according to the, to the cover. Boy, doesn't that sound like a place you want to be? I think they want to change do, that. What do we all think about? fighting skeletons i, like I don't think skeletons. a whip would be a very good weapon for fighting skeletons i don't think a whip's a very good weapon i don't think a whip's a very good weapon either this is a whip that's engraved with the spirit of someone that was going to be turned to a vampire that a belmont loved and that's why it gives it power uh-huh none of that is in this game by the way that's way later but yeah that's i know awesome. the entire i could give you the entire timeline of castlevania i'll bring up right something now. controversial feel free to cut it out there's a certain implication to this type of whip being used by Indiana Jones and, and Simon Belmont, uh, which is to say this whip only has two purposes in our society. One, Simon Belmont, Indiana Jones. The other, whipping slate. <laughs> Those are the only two times this whip appears. It's not for anything other than doing that. There is no martial art dedicated to it. It's not a weapon that's used anywhere other than horrific stories of hurting Jews and black people. So it is weird that this is so there's something satisfying about seeing Indiana Jones fight Nazis with it. I'm a big fan of that, but it's, it's, it's in the Bible mentioned for whipping slaves and it's mentioned in America's history for whipping slaves. Yeah. So you're going to go the sex sexual route with that. 
No, no one my uses brain did, yes. yeah, my brain. No one uses that. You wouldn't use this type of whip. No. Never. You'd use a flogging whip. <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to go with. Nine, nine tail. Feel free to cut it all out. I think it's really interesting to talk about that. That is a, is would be an interesting idea for a weapon, right? And actually, that type of whip would fit more with Simon Belmont's character because those whips had a place in history for um, flagellation, self-flagellation in the church, in the Catholic Church in particular. That he's he would, not exactly associated with the church because the church, the, the church got rid of the Belmonts because they feared them. Yeah, but he uses a cross, dog. And so it would make sense that he would use other things used in Christianity. Holy water. He starts out in some kind of monastery, doesn't he? Like that? Yes, but not in the American version. That cross is not as shiny as it was in the... (laughs) It's so stupid. It's still a cross. Like, Nintendo's infamous for just completely taking out crosses. And, like, the cross is still there, but it doesn't have the little glow marks coming out of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's stupid. The changes they made were dumb. Yeah, but it, it's like like it still has the effect of a religious artifact too. It's stupid, but mm-hmm. I mean, to a certain extent, I get it. To a certain extent, I think it, I, I know everyone makes fun of this. Now that we're getting into the controversial elements of Dracula's Curse, because there's a lot more meat. Like when I come back for Castlevania Four, there's a lot more meat to talk to talk about with Castlevania Four gameplay wise. So let's get yeah, into the controversial elements. They hide it in the walls. All that meat. They hide the meat in the walls, as I said on the last episode. So let's get to the meat. That's, okay, the meat that's only in certain spots, and it's not enough of it. There's not an. That's one thing I don't like about the game when I was trying to play legit. Well, I wasn't really absolutely in safe state, but there's not enough health to. Re- I want to have more ways to refill my health, and they're very slim. There's not a hey, lot. Hey, sinners, places. get good, bro. No. <laughs> yeah. no, it's not like it's, it's not like, <laughs> like 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 like. I'm not even saying that as a mean thing. I'm saying that is exactly what the designers of the game think. They were never like, hmm. Do you think you have enough health? And someone would be like. Dude, literally, yeah, put some health in there because it's impossible before and after. But yeah, give them some health. <laughs> like, they're not thinking. Someone put the health in probably by accident, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. whoops, we left health. I know it's very much the time, out. but... The I way know. to have more health is to not get hit. Yeah, My grandpa was a boxer, and his best boxing advice was to avoid the supine position, to which people ask, what is the supine position? And my grandpa, who was pretty old when he would do this, would lay on his back and go, this is the supine position. (laughs) So the best way to win at boxing is not to get hit. The controversial elements of Castlevania. Hold on. I was going somewhere with this. We had the whipping. And then what was the next thing that I was going to say? Everyone remember for me. Oh, man. Okay. Everyone talk, because I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Everyone talks about Nintendo taking out Christianity in and religion in, in our version of the games. What are your thoughts on that? And then I want to share what, because I feel as though the gaming community has one opinion and I have a different one. What are your guys' thoughts on that? It's kind of like the way that American anime took out all the Japanese references. Like everyone knows the rice ball is a jelly donut from Pokemon incident. <laughs> but like... That kind of stuff is interesting because it's different. Like, if you take that stuff away, then people aren't going to seek it out. I think Nintendo just didn't want to be associated with something they thought could be misconstrued as controversial. Like, they, they say the thing, two things you always don't talk about are politics and religion. So they're like, well, if we take religion out, then people won't talk about it. You don't want to take a side type of thing. Yeah, That's exactly. what you think too, Albert? I mean, I say leave it in there. Especially with something that's taking place in the 14... Because this is supposed to be 1476, I think, or somewhere around there. 
Christianity would have been a big focus, especially in Europe. Like, it's part of the historical time that you're telling. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It should be there because they would have had that. You would have had a random cross, especially when you're dealing with skeletons and demons and vampires. It would have fit that the people who are in this situation in that time would also be very big, heavily carrying crosses, very big about, you know, God will save us. If if there's vampires and shit running around, you're probably going to want to pick a God and pray. (laughs) So both those two opinions are generally what I hear. And I'm happy to hear that I have a separate opinion from them so that I don't feel like, oh, maybe I'm missing this opinion from other people. My opinion is this is actually a really smart move by Nintendo of America. And it's a really intuitive move to know they're like, oh, hey, like it's just historical. People were crazy into Christianity back then. And like, you know. This, this is like a story and it's fantasy and like it's the magic being real and like, you know, I don't know. It's part of our story. We're just using it. Americans are super into Christianity, perhaps as being raised Jewish. I have a different perspective on this, but I feel like if you left a lot of the Christian imagery that is put in there now with this game, it's ridiculous, right? They didn't really take out that much, but there's other games where it's more prevalent, the stupid stuff where something is one type of, you know, is one type of symbol and then it's changed. That's just busy work. But like taking out a lot of the Christian themes, I think is a smart move because you have no idea. I don't want to sit here and say, here's how Americans would react to this thing, but you have no idea how Americans react to Christianity. It could be good in the wrong direction. It could be like, oh yeah, this game's all about Christianity and like we should, like Nintendo should, should is a company that supports this Christian belief or that, or it could be bad in the wrong direction and being like, no, you can't put Christian stuff in it. That's not okay. Or it could be bad in the good direction where then it becomes the symbol of like hating, you know, oh, like Christianity is, you know, oh, Christianity's stupid and dumb. And so it belongs in a, in a, in a fantasy game. And so now you have like sort of weird Christian hating people on, on your side or, you know, like there's so many different ways that Christianity can be taken in America that I actually think it's one of the, it gets made fun of all the time. And I'm here to say, I think it's one of the smartest moves this company's ever made. That being compared to the worst thing they ever did, which was new Nintendo 3DS. I want to exaggerate (laughs) this again. I had to Google use new Nintendo 3DS to which they would say I had in my inbox at one point use new Nintendo 3DS condition, condition, good, new. What is going on? But how called, new was they don't it? Know how to name stuff. Oh yeah, then we got new Super Mario Brothers and now new Pokemon Snap coming out. It's you not just put name. the year at the end of it. I mean, like Resident Evil when the HD came out, just Resident Evil. It wasn't. You just put the year then next to it. Yeah. No. Oh, new, new Nintendo 3DS was their way of adding things to it and marketing it away. To who? To who? The zero people that bought a new Nintendo 3DS. A lot of people. I. Wait, I have one next to me, so I got <laughs> You have one? Is it good? Wait, hold on. Let's talk for a second. Here's the <laughs> only reason I won't. <laughs> well, now I have the, the Switch, and so it's, it's, it's now I consider that kind of my mobile system. Do you have the thing that lets you have, like, the double, the joystick attached to the, it, too? The, the nub? Oh, you're, no, I don't. I just bought it off some guy, and I, I haven't played it. Oh, you got to get the nub. That's the whole reason to get it. You got to get yeah, the just, nub, and you got to get Skylanders on that thing. It came with a set when I paid the... 150 bucks is what he handed me, so that's how I So you know, no, so no nub. I know, no nub. Got the nub. (laughs) (laughs) A couple things I still want to say about Castlevania 3 that we haven't touched on yet is one, I do want to say, like, I think the boss fights are interesting enough, and I do like the fact that, like, the doppelganger you fight 
later on in the game changes depending on whatever. No matter what character you have, that's what character you're going to fight in the doppelganger fight. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. I also want to mention that in this game, you can switch characters when you have another character with you at any time just by pressing select. And it only takes like a, a full 30 seconds to transform between them. Yes, but the game freezes. <laughs> it's still super oh, long as hell. I mean, the game also glitched. It didn't glitch, but it lagged on me a couple times when the Medusa heads were on screen during some of the clock tower where you can tell really? they're really were pushing the NES to oh, its yeah. limit. It, uh, it chugs a little bit. Yeah. I, guess, I, I guess, what do you mean by glitch? I've seen it where, like, you, if you move forward too quickly for enemies coming forward, like, you kind of see the edge of the lines for the enemy. Like, but did you see other glitches? No, I'm just, it's just a slowdown. That's what I was referencing. Okay. I was super into the one thing that I would do is if I flew as Alucard, I would, I was very into, like, the, the feeling of dropping down out of that. Like and switching before you drop down, it was something that amused me for a while. I was big into it. I got off on the the pausing and the, <laughs> even though there was thirty seconds, it felt like uh, it felt like Sailor Moon space. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it doesn't take Sailor Moon or the Digimon that long to change. Yeah, but it felt it felt it felt earned to me in a lot of ways. I'm trying to think of games where there is instant transformation, like Trine. That game where you can change between the warrior, the wizard. I just got trying. Oh, man, it's good. I'm going to get to instant transform. (laughs) That's why I can't think of it. (laughs) It's not where I thought this this podcast would go this episode. I just want to let everyone know I have a Nintendo Switch and I've been playing a buttload of games for it. Now let's do a whole other episode about Breath of the Wild. It was definitely (laughs) supposed to be Breath Breath of the Wild is nothing. What is Breath of the Wild? Don't want to play. Also, one of my other issues with this game, if I was playing this legit, is I don't like, like, with Death, Death has two forms, which really irritated the hell out of me, is what broke me. And Dracula has three forms. I was very surprised. I'm like, yeah, I finally beat Death, and then he transformed into this giant head. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) There's a really easy way to do that fight, depending on what your sub-weapons are at, because you can just hit them. You can, if you stay in the center of the room, you can dodge them pretty well, depending on. I went to the left side, and then he just cornered me and killed me. So the first (laughs) time I beat him, you can save state right before the fight. Trying to play legit, I ended up with one hit of health left, and then he just murdered me, and then I was done. Death was where I finally started using save states. Like, <laughs> I was playing, and when I would get a game over, I would start the stage over, just like you would on normal console. And when I got to death, he kicked my ass the first time. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go through the stage again. And he beat me again. And by the th- third time I got there, I'm like, well, I've proven I can get to the through the stage. I'm just going to save state here, and that was how I justified that. But... Then I did the fight normal, so I would just load back to the start of the fight, and eventually I just figured out his uh, his pattern enough to to finally beat him. And then I had to do the same thing with Dracula, but Dracula you know. was I I mean I understand the point of it. I just don't like multiple fights like that. I like it to be one, give me a checkpoint, and then continue on. I don't want to keep doing it. Dracula was easier than death. Yeah. Okay. I I've never, so I've never, ever, ever seen Dracula. And this is one of the times where philosophically I could not go there with you guys on <laughs> uh, like using the cheats. Because this is one of the games, Dracula, I mean, Castlevania, the first one and Castlevania, the second one and the third one, I mean, are, are games that like I have to do it the right way, as right as I can. And even if I were to cheat, I would use it as a training session to go. I wouldn't consider it beaten until I went back did it the right way contra is another one i will never beat a contra game with cheating lots of, but the other castlevania the one that we played for um bloodlines. genesis yeah. yeah bloodlines like yeah who cares <laughs> like like i'm i don't care about that game but like 
this was one that I, that I can't go there with. I've never stepped foot in that room and it's like hallowed ground to me. And I think that's, that's the pitch I would make to you about this era. There exists other than dark souls, which I don't really think gives you this type of emotion. Fez is a game I'll list as being the same emotion where you have to work hard to get to something and it's not necessarily given to you. And then you have to do it harder. There's a certain emotion that I feel when I get to areas that I have to fight. And you don't see that a lot in modern games. You get to play no matter what. You get to keep going forward. You get to do something. There's an easier setting. And I think that's the pitch I would make you about, like, to me, having that say. Now, it doesn't have to be Castlevania because these are ridiculous games. And I know you guys have different experiences with it from back in the day. But, like, it's, it's worth it in a lot of ways. It's worth it. That, that feeling is unobtainable anywhere else. Other than like real life, other than like if you infiltrated, I don't know, some actual <laughs> castle of vampires and got to, you know, like, like there's. That you know, would take a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol to make that happen, I think. So. <laughs> well, no, if they're real. <laughs> but they're not. So you don't have to be. What... Yeah. The we that know we of. know of. <laughs> <laughs> what a Damn. weird. Also, Mike, we've never dr- Alberton, we've never drank together. But what are your nights like? That there's that there's a yes, there's there's <laughs> laughing too loudly, and then dancing a lot, and then getting too emotional, and then Dracula party in your mind. <laughs> you, I need the drugs you first for that. I've never been there, but I'm assuming I could do it. Tiffany's just like, oh shit, Mike's in Mike's in Dracula mode again. Put the whip down. He gets so vampire-y when he drinks this much. I am not talking to you. I've only drank a whole lot to the point where I don't remember most of the night once, and that was at my wedding. There were no vampires. I was just an asshole to people. There were no vampires. Oh, okay. No, no vampires. Again, let you know of. You wouldn't remember you if didn't there were. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. I was pretty drunk. That is in the book, Mike. That is what happens in the book. They do forget where they've been. It's plausible. I never read the book, Bram Stokers. Hey, before we do Castlevania 4, because I know you guys have a busy schedule, read it. It's such an easy read. It's awesome. I would love to do, like, next time I come on, because I always have these fucking time limits, because I keep myself so busy. Like, <laughs> let's, let's next time we'll do a double episode. And we'll do like Castlevania four and we'll do Dracula, the book. We kind of have a plan with Castlevania four, but we can tell you later. What our oh, plan is. I guess I'm not invited. You can be invited. It's a different idea. But no, also, you'll love this, books. but the Bram Stoker's Dracula does fit into the Castlevania Konami timeline. Really? Kind of. where, where is it? When does it fit in? In the because the Morris that we played as in Bloodlines, Bloodlines is supposed to be the son of Bram Stoker, the one from Bram Stoker. Well, then anything fits in the time. Well, because it's it's because it's, you know, free. What the hell is that word? It's no, it's part of the not copyright anymore. I can't think of the word I want. Yeah, yeah. It's public domain. Public domain. So they actually have included it in the timeline. Yeah. But like I could do that with anything. I could be like, yeah, uh, Mega Man's part of Frankenstein because Dr. Wiley read Frankenstein and then he did the stuff like it's just like. Actually, the reason I'm, I'm basing it off is a YouTuber called Gamer Thumb TV that did a whole timeline video. That's where he puts it in there. All but, right. I mean, um, boy. Hey, it's pretty damn good. I've watched it multiple times. Uh, what's, the, what's the plan for Castlevania 4? Am I, am I invited or not? I thought I was the Castlevania guy. <laughs> it's not anytime soon. We can talk about <laughs> off the air. I'm not invited. That's what that means. And it's because <laughs> I, you, you, I said all the things about you being sinners. I don't care. I'll protest your Castlevania 4 episode right outside the, the, the premiere of it. I think that's how it works. All right. <laughs> uh, 
Well, also, like, the Dracula fight, you have the three different forms of Dracula, I think, is what I was... That I was talking about how I didn't really like that. I mean, I know the third form is really, like, simple. He turns into a demon or something. You can just sit on the block and hit him in the face. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. The second form is freaking a bunch of heads with molten acid or something that doesn't actually hurt you. The third form is kind of tedious with Sypha if you're using her water orbs because they just refuse to lock onto his face and they just kind of spin around in the air for a while until they finally get bored and go away so you can cast it again. I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about. Sypha with her different spells, that homing thing is makes the game... As a guy who played the game four times, that is the best way to play this game with Sypha and the homing orbs. He will just... It's amazing. I liked all of her spells except for the ice one because it just kind of freezes enemies and then they go down in one hit, but... It's more can, fun to, to set them on fire or to use the homing orbs. You can freeze them and jump on them to get above platforms and speed run the game. See, I tried to do that and I took damage for some reason. So I'm like, okay, apparently that doesn't work. And then I never tried it again. And then I read that and I'm like, well, hold on. It's not worked for me. So I guess I just had bad luck. <laughs> I watched so many speedruns of this. That's how I, I watch way too much Castlevania 3 speedruns. This is how do you my... how do you watch them? Do you just do you actually watch them actively, or you're not watching? Oh them no, I I watch reruns of awesome games done quick from many many years ago. They they cover the game almost every year. Okay, so you're watching like like more informed because I because I I I've seen some stuff. I was briefly going to try and get into speed running, and I found it kind Center. of center. Yeah, well, <laughs> everyone has temptations. <laughs> I found it. I found it vastly. unappealing and so i I was but the videos i was watching was not like cool and informative it was more like literally like just watching guys do it and watching girls and guys and girls and everyone just just do the speed running and practicing and stuff and like all and trying to get records so i have i i've heard a lot about games good games done quick and i think that like it's something i should add to my I refuse to watch Giant Bomb because I'm choosing Nerds Without Pants over Giant Bomb. Okay? I choose which video game shows I, I'm making a line in the sand that no one else drew. No, uh, often games done quick. They they do the speedrun, but they actually have people that, that are talking about the game while he's playing it, where you get a lot of really good information about the game that you would never hear otherwise. Yeah, yeah. That's I can't I'm... watch the other stuff. That's what I when you keep saying that, I'm like, what is he? Is he watching like these? I've seen these videos. It's just like guys like hopped up on like coca-cola like t- strapped to their 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 <laughs> the yeah, chairs in a dark room like just being like and then i'm gonna try the i'm gonna try to jump four seconds earlier here like which kind of sounds like how i play it it sounds a lot like me i'm sort of seeing the dark mirror here reflecting back <laughs> at me but um <laughs> i was like why is he watching all of these things it makes sense yeah, no, it's, it's only those and that that's what i recommend above anything if you're gonna watch speedruns awesome games done quick it gives you so much information. It's entertaining. It's not the same. They do it online like the last, you know, because of 2020. But other than that, it's, it's what I recommend. You'll get a lot of information you wouldn't have otherwise. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of them that are really entertaining, like beyond what they're doing, too. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. You guys have convinced me already. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, and there's years and years worth of it. So it, it's it, just what I used to watch every day before going to sleep at one point was speedruns. I would just watch part of it and stop and go to bed and go back and watch another part the next day. Hmm. It's almost like you could have been playing Castlevania 3 in those little chunks and getting good at it. Oh, this is years ago. Oh, yeah. This game did it. So it's 1989, right? No, Before this game. <laughs> it was it was that time when Castlevania had come out in in 1989, but they in, but in 1990, but then in YouTube had come out in 89. What are you talking about? It wasn't even born until 87. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Oh. 
hey, yes. here's, a, here's a question, a dark question. Do you know how like they put sometimes screens in front of kids and they get like obsessed with something and they get like good at a game? Has anyone done that with like old NES games to see if like there's some innate thing in children that they can beat it? Like young children? Has the army done any experiments <laughs> on like very small children, like three or two to see if they can beat Castlevania three? It's like the, the monkeys with typewriters thing. Well, eventually they're going to put out like the next great American novel. More like Ender's Game, where I think that my, my, like maybe there's like, or, or whatchamacallit, Casper the Friendly Ghost, where only kids can see how to beat Castlevania 3. <laughs> to them, there's some old woman in a chair. You can see the spirits. I once saw Castlevania 3 when I was your age, too. The Totoro will help you. It's like how they say there's high pitched noises that only certain age groups can hear. Uh, I, so I have a whole thing on this. I could talk for hours about how I'm against subsonic noise, but I won't. <laughs> Well, it's one of the things I genuinely believe. <laughs> Look up the hum, people. Look up the hum. It's a real thing people suffer from when they get older. Okay. Yeah. Talk about real conspiracies. I'll explain it since you're not going to Google it since these guys didn't help. They, as you get older, you can hear lower frequencies. And there are people in their 50s who can hear the hum of, like, electronics. They can hear, uh, like like, just the idea of, like, electricity running. And they can hear, like you know, low hums that most of us don't hear most of the time, like just, you know, like water running through the pipes really low below us, and it, dr- it drives people nuts. The hum. All right. Man, this show has went in some places I was not expecting. You wanted not <laughs> docile Mike. Yeah. You got not docile Mike. And we're going to do it a little differently since we are losing uh, the other mic here soon. We're going to do shelf stacker box before we do question just that way we can get it out of the way before and we still do question we'll do questions afterwards and then i can just run away in the night yes <laughs> i know we're losing about 15 minutes here so well since we did last time we did add stack now to the list shelf means something you really like stack being kind of the gray area where you want to put it you're not, not, not sure so sure and box means something you don't like we added a third option since the last time you're on the show i am aware of the options okay <laughs> and for the listeners the first time castlevania might be some. We might grab some people who were like, "Oh, I remember this game as a kid," because a lot of people did. I mean, I, I do, but I never. I don't remember the castle as a kid. Uh, this is also the first game, technically through the lineage way of the timeline. This is the first game with the castle. This is where the castle began. So Interesting. Lament, Lament doesn't have the castle. It doesn't have Dracula. Exactly. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's. Oh. I can. Yeah, you know, I'll. I'll, I'll say okay, that. Okay, wait. So now I want to know. You have to send me this video that you watched. So did cat did Dracula didn't build the castle then is what they're saying? He did. The okay. castle Dracula's not in the fir- in Lament of Innocent, which is the first game so far in the Castlevania timeline. You play as the first Belmont, Leon Belmont, but you're going after a regular uh, a, a regular vampire named Walter who's just powerful who <laughs> captured his his wife and it things that happen lead to Dracula becoming becoming there, but he wasn't Dracula was not there before. And then he hires carpenters, or does he build the castle? It seems as though he builds the castle magically, right? Because in, cast- yeah, in Castlevania 2, it sinks, right? And it's pretty much created by chaos. To be like also in, in Frozen, where she just kind of makes it out of the ice. <laughs> yeah, let's name other magic castles that come out of Howl's. I think Howl makes his castle out of that's the second Miyazaki reference. If you've caught them all, you will get a prize. All right, <laughs> let's keep going. All right, and uh, Mike, since. Uh, how do you pronounce your name, Phallic? Yep. Okay, why don't you go first? A shelf stacker box. See, this is interesting. <laughs> because, because the instinct is to say I'm going to play the game. I've been forced to shelf it. I've been forced to, to keep the game. 
I've been forced to keep it in my house. Do I want to? Is the real question here. Am I like the Belmonts, duty bound to fight Dracula? Or am I like uh, the many minions of Dracula and that I am stuck in its thrall? Or am I someone actually enjoying a video game? The answer to the third one is no, I'm not enjoying the video game. (laughs) So it has to be one of the first two. I'm going to, this is going to sound controversial, but I'm going to say box okay. because theoretically I wish to like the chaotic frozen castle, throw it in the trash. Like so many frozen twos <laughs> and get rid of it and never have it in my life again. But I can't, I'm stuck. So I'm, that's my, that's my answer. Frozen two sucks. Other <laughs> mics. What was your answer? Frozen two is a horrible movie. It's fine. It's not fine. There's nothing in the background. They forgot to do the backgrounds. The songs have nothing to do with the plot. Also, if anyone else is looking at the Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse cover, does it not look like the witch is doing that thing where you hold up aerosol to a lighter and not actually doing a spell? <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. I've Go never look Frozen at the Jack- Oh, Frozen 2 is terrible. Don't see Frozen 2. The songs aren't very good. The songs have very little to do with the plot. The plot's very bad. And, there's, and it was made during quarantine and there's nothing in the background. There are scenes where you're like, is this finished yet? Never seen Frozen 1 all the way either, so. Well, let it go. <laughs> wow. You went there. Uh, Mike, what about Hughes, Mike? What about you? Uh, surprisingly, I'm going to have to put this on the shelf. Like, as I've gone on record many times, I don't play games for challenge, and I tend to hate them. But, like, guess Mike was saying, there's just something about actually getting through something like this game that you didn't think you could, I guess, and actually overcoming the challenge. And uh, I don't know. It's something I don't get with other games. Like, I don't play Dark Souls and stuff because everyone's like, oh, it's so rewarding when you finally get through this. So I was like, I, I don't get that feeling. But something in this game triggered it. And I was like, holy crap, I finally beat this game. And I didn't cheat. <laughs> Played <laughs> within the game's parameters. And, like, I beat it twice And after all these years. But, yeah, I don't know. I... I Definitely already looking at getting that Castlevania anniversary collection for the Switch because I want to play this again. I want to try the American version to see if I can beat it, too. Spoiler alert. You can't. <laughs> well, you probably can't annoy you, but <laughs> it is more annoying. It's not it's that much different, though. It's very, it's much harder. Very like, annoying. Keep moving forward. Keep like, moving forward. Hey, so this is the guy who beat Darkwing Duck. So, there I mean, was uh, that. Without rewind. Yeah, so you, I I have faith in you. You can do it just fine. And you should buy the anniversary collection. You can help out Konami. Go, hey, we should not do anything with this series and make more yeah. pachinko machines. So. We'll put we'll put Silent Hill three and Dead by Daylight or whatever it's coming to now. I will go on the record on every video game show about this too. Stop making fun of pachinko machines. I want to play pachinko <laughs> in America, and every time they get mentioned in this country, you people make fun of them. It's a cool gambling game that actually involves some skill, and I want to play it. I'm not making fun of pachinko. I'm making fun of Konami. Fun of Konami. Yes, you are. <laughs> I want to play Castlevania pachinko, and every time there's a joke, never happens. <laughs> I don't even know what a pachinko machine is, to be honest. Exactly, because you make fun of it all the time. All right, I'll go, I'll go next, and I'm the only one left. Um, I'm actually going to put this on the shelf, too. I, I really enjoyed this game. I enjoyed it because I was cheating. If I wasn't using save states and I wasn't using in-game genie codes, I never would have seen the castle. I would have This game would have been in the box, and I was garbage. But because I was cheating and I got to experience <laughs> all of the game, 
I really enjoyed it. It's a great Castlevania game. It's hard as hell, but it's a great little Castlevania game. And it's probably, it's definitely my favorite of the, of the three, but that's not saying a lot. So, and you know, maybe it's my favorite of the classic Castlevania styles. The ones I played. Yeah, I'd say it's my favorite of those. I haven't the, played the two Rondo Blood then? ones yet. Oh, yeah. But I've played it. I've, I've started them and got massacred very quickly. So I think <laughs> it's safe to say where they're going to go for me. But yeah, so it's going on the shelf. And I'm glad that we played Dracula's first. Do you put four in that category of classic, classic oh, yeah. games and stuff? Oh, I'd say I four. anything that's not in the Symphony of the Night style. Four is much better. Mm-hmm. Well, four <laughs> But like movability and like jumping better and like being a playable game. I never beat four legit either. And I've tried and tried and tried and tried. So we're going to do it together. I haven't beaten it yet either. I was planning on beating it for the show, but I'm not invited. Apparently they're going to invite Dracula on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, and Mike, do you want to give a shout out to your podcast? Uh, yeah. Hashtag cult. It's a project about talking about, I know uh, we've talked about uh, on this show uh, very openly. I got, I'm really proud of, of Mike Alberton and Mike Hughes for actually sharing times where they felt coerced and abused and manipulated. It takes a lot of balls to do in a, in a serious moment, too. And uh, uh, we talk about coercion. We talk about cults on the Internet. We talk about MGTOW as a cult. And right now on Rizzle, R-I-Z-Z-L-E, you can see our miniseries, uh, the first season of this documentary we're making about cults. Go, go. I, I don't like plugs, and I do this because I think it's a good cause. Okay. And I want to – and you, I know you have to go in here shortly. Oh, well, that was a bummer after my nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean like that. I'm just watching your time. Well, I know you all. have to go. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Now leave. Yeah. yeah. I have been given behind the curtain, people. I've been given the secret thing of what's going on. They're, they were throwing me a surprise party for Castlevania 4. <laughs> and they didn't want to say thank you, guys. <laughs> it's, it's insider information. I ruined it. <laughs> All right. And since we got now we're doing things out of order. So I think we should do course, listener, que- listener questions, memories and comments. I actually got uh, some about this game. Not as many as I was hoping for, but I did get some. <laughs> oh, first from the Nintendo NES Supergroup. See what I got here. Actually, no, I got a lot from these uh, from Durzo Blint. I ran through Simpson Night just last week. Best Castlevania, hands down. <laughs> what that has to do with three? I don't know. But OK, you are right. Simpson Night is the best Castlevania. So. <laughs> I haven't played that one either. Um, I have it for the that. Xbox, uh, the Xbox 360. I have that along with some other Konami games. I don't remember what. I didn't Konami really care about it. Yeah, <laughs> I always say the Symphony of the Night's my favorite game. And then I'm like, I don't know. Portrait of Ruins. I know that's good. <laughs> maybe is he is, is this commenter maybe saying, is this perhaps, you know, this timeline now, Alberton? Is it is it somehow the third in the timeline? Symphony of the Night? No, something night is actually way later because it goes Laminate Innocent, Dracula 3, and then I well, actually. No, because you would have had Castlevania 1 happens, mm-hmm. and then Castlevania 2 happens. You also have the Game Boy games that are in between all this Blood, before you get Bloodlines to. Bloodlines is before. Uh, yep. No, Bloodlines Rondo, is after Rondo. Symphony. Rondo is before. Yeah, you have Rondo, Symphony. Blood, and then you have Symphony of the Night. So and it's, you have like five games or so in between it. Wait, wait. I thought Rondo of Blood was. Simp- is, it, is it different? Yeah, it's different. Rondo Blood is the game that takes place right before Symphony Night happens, where he plays Richter Belmont. Symphony Night, where Richter Belmont has defeated Dracula in his game. Two years later, he or a year later, has gone missing. Alucard wakes up after being asleep from the end of this game, where he kills Dracula. So he puts himself to sleep for like three hundred years, and he wakes up. I can. Keep sounds going. like oh, something yeah, because right after video, because right after you know, oh, that's the one where you walk. 
to the left or right, and then you whip stuff. And then before that, in that game, you whip it and then you do it. Yeah, I know that. I totally know the timeline. You do it. <laughs> I can. Talk, I know the entire timeline pretty. Yeah, well, I know, probably. but I know it too. So we all know it, and it's the one where you and go. The comic. Whip it. It's also canon. The comics where you whip it. Yeah. Terrible comic. Really? Oh, it's garbage. We did an episode about it last year. It's <laughs> Man, garbage. It's, it's something else. You don't need to read it. No one needs to read it. Dollar our episode, but you don't need to read the comic. <laughs> All right. And another one here from Jared Dunn. Watching the animated Netflix show brought back a lot of memories of this game, especially being able to play as different characters. Sypha was my favorite. I did like how I could finally change directions on jumps with Grant. Okay. So confirmed. Who was <laughs> complaining about that? I was talking about how when you fall, but the jumping, I did notice the jumping was better with Grant. And from Jeremy Finley, loved this game. The different playable characters, graphics, and the rotating levels made it for me. <laughs> from Kyle Newman, hard as fuck. The original is still my favorite, though. But this game is better. Wait, hold, go back on. And play hold on, hold on. Rotating levels. I think he's talking about the way that there's nothing that rotates in this game, but the level. No, that... they, you posted Castlevania Four by accident, dog. These are co- <laughs> that was a comment about Castlevania Four. The rotating. It might have been, yeah. That definitely sounds like Four. Both of those, because except for the changing characters, a lot of these there's Four. They misread it. Well, I posted a picture of the freaking artwork, so if they misread that, I I got nothing. No one I reads anything. There's From no Jared... rotating levels in this. No, well, I mean, there are the levels that move up and down. Could that be rotating? No. It's so clearly, <laughs> and there's a very distinct moment in Castlevania 4 where you rotate. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. I hate yeah, that this is this this person's wrong. You're going, I declare you're going to speed runner hell. Sorry, <laughs> not getting in. Said it from this one from Jared Brentlinger. This game was the first game that made me cuss. Man, do I love it. <laughs> you mean curse? Uh, depends uh, on where you are. <laughs> uh, from Paul Mullary, uh, who Belmont is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how stupid using the word cuss is. I'm from the East Coast. I'm here to make fun of everything you love. Castlevania 3, Dracula's cuss. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I may grew up people using the word cuss. I don't hear it anymore, but I grew up with that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it so bad. <laughs> Except for Dracula's cuss. <laughs> Oh, made my day. Yeah. <laughs> the joke I wrote on your show made my day. <laughs> just in case anyone was playing bingo at home. And you play as a Trevor Belmont, as we said many times in that guy's question. Yeah. And what path did you choose from Jason Hamlin? Well, I picked every path over this game. The easy one. <laughs> <laughs> easy one is Cypher. Oh, well, yeah, that yeah. too. <laughs> but the Cypher path or Cypher path, that's the yeah. one you want to go. When, you, when you're prompted to go with the graveyard or the swamp you, you pick the graveyard if you want to be able to beat the game well master cypher ds has been dead many years and so i too must go if All anyone right. understood that reference from attack of the clones okay mike's favorite star wars movie yeah. i love attack of the clones as well Perfect. okay bye everyone All right, bye, Mike. star wars bye. <laughs> All right. and if you want to follow his show you will see a link in the show notes to his podcast and now back to more comments and memories uh, from Jesse Bluvon, I love how much the cover says. So much going on, but really shows off the different characters and story. One of the best covers, in my opinion. Pretty good. It's definitely like that 80s. We're going to put in this super high, def- highly defined artwork instead of sprites or whatever. It's it's very product of the 80s. I'd rather have sprites. Like the Kid Icarus cover? I've never seen the Kid Icarus cover. I don't think. I'm sure you have. <laughs> 
you say that, and I'm just like, I, I can't <laughs> picture it in my head. I can picture the one for for Game Boy, but not the original Kid Icarus. Yeah, I, I still don't. Okay, that is that is got awful. <laughs> it's, it's sprites though. That was that area where Nintendo's first party ones where they're just like, we're going to use the in-game sprites because this is what the game looks like. Because yeah, Atari did the same thing that Konami did, where it's like the highly defined art. Like, this is not invocative of what the game actually is. That's what I grew up with. That's my Kid Icarus that I know. A Myth and Monsters, the second one. <laughs> for Game Boy. I like that cover art. I take him over the one from Captain N. All right. And then, uh, oh, and then these are also questions from the Castlevania, one of the Castlevania groups that I posted in from simon Corm- cormu the music was epic you know i agree we brought up earlier yeah the song in the first stage beginning is still one of my favorite castlevania tracks it's amazing i was just had the music on i don't i mean i don't listen to music i had a, I had a podcast on at a certain point later on i was getting kind of tired of but i mean i did play this game four times that's actually something else we didn't mention is there's something in the famicom version it's got like an extra sound chip or something so the yeah. music sounds just that much better than the NES version, which the NES version is still fine, but they're both great is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then from George Belmont, I have two things. I'm going to read the replay value for endings. And he said, help me for those who could not deal with the difficulty. I guess there's a code you can put in that does something. Huh? Gives you 10 lives. Nice. I like how the last two commenters, the first one was Simon and this one is Belmont. <laughs> did you pick those? In- <laughs> no, I did not. That was not on purpose. That's just kind of, that tells you how the, how the comments fell in when they commented. Nice. Okay, from Robert W. Barr, this is not only the best NES game, but one of the greatest video games ever made. Wow. Okay. I praise. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I assume he hasn't played a whole lot of games, but okay. I mean, this <laughs> is a good game, so. I mean, not... you, you famously hate on the NES, so it's got to at least be up there for you. I have to make a, a jab at the NES, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's NES. But no, I, I will agree. This is a great game. This is probably one of the best NES games. Sure. I will go there. I will say that. Not a high bar, but I will go there. <laughs> and let's see. From Kevin Zayer. First time I played this, I was both happy and sad. I was expecting a Simon's Quest type game because I loved it. But to see they went back to the OG style was nice. And all the extra characters and different extras, like multiple endings, made this a great game. You might be in the minority there. <laughs> the loving on... You don't see a whole lot of love for Simon's Quest. It's kind of nice to see. No, because it's just not a... I really... I've never played it, but I know without the translation errors, it's a much better game. Yeah, there's a version... There's a ROM hack that's called Castlevania 2 Redacted where they fix a lot of the, the issues. I do really want to play that for a certain yeah, show. That, that would be the way to play it. And then from this one, from Brian Jacobson, Japanese version is much better. <laughs> you don't say. Huh. Yeah. Yep. And since people do keep bringing up a lot of endings in these comments, I do want to say the ending is just, we didn't really talk about it. It's just whoever you beat the game with standing on a cliff overlooking the castle. <laughs> and there's a little bit of text that comes up and that's it. Oh, and the, the text is gibberish, but well, I like Russ. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but even the English one is it's, it's not great. It feels like it was also mistranslated where they, well, first of all, uh, Alucard, it says he feels great guilt for killing his father but they mistranslated it to quilts. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. do like Cyphus because they like apparently fell in love during this little adventure and they kind of lean in on each other during the ending. That was cute. Yeah, no, they because she goes on. I want to say Yoko is from the same bloodline as Cypher. Yeah, yep, too. Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I was going to talk about 
So, uh, Dawn of Sorrow has a mode that's kind of a callback to this, where you play as Julius Belmont, Yoko, and uh, Alucard. And they, it kind of plays like this, where you can switch between them going through the, the Dawn of Sorrow map to fight, quote-unquote, Dracula. My only issue with that is Al- they all they will have different sprites, but Alucard's the same sprite in Symphony of the Night. They didn't make him <laughs> a sprite. Oh, well. They could have. It also bums me out that Grant has never come back in... Uh, he's in Judgment, but that doesn't count. count. He's but also he's... not in the anime because Warren Ellis didn't like him. <laughs> Lame. That's the only reason he's not in the anime. Grant's awesome. The anime which we might cover someday on the show? Uh, that might be without me. <laughs> okay, then, yeah. I, I figure it's... Yeah, it's, it's, about, watched, it's about to end. I watched the first episode or two, and I'm like, this is clearly not something Ooh, that I... It's not for me. It's not. First, the first season is... The first couple episodes are not good. Has some issues. All yeah. right, let's see. Uh, from Trevor Griswold, Clock Tower song, one of the best Nintendo songs ever. Okay. Oh, and now we got a Trevor. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and from Patrick Gray, I was just trying to show somebody the game and typed in a throwaway name, and it made it further than I ever had before, all in the name Buttman. <laughs> okay. Love it. Uh, from Overblood, let's see. I have nothing. Have you Overblood? Yeah. And from the Giant Bomb group, uh, first one from Zach- Zachariah Smith. I'm still trying to beat this game. <laughs> and this one is for you, Hughes, uh, from Ender Pendrake. It's great, except that stage where you have to climb the falling blocks. Oh, man, screw that thing. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be so bad if you weren't stuck to that forced jump arc. Like, it's probably, it's easier, with, it's probably easier with Grant. Uh, no. Should, Grant is so? where I trapped myself, where I jumped up on the right side all the way up, and then nothing was falling anymore. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, they don't have anything to land on. It's not. I feel like maybe you could, like, climb up the blocks as they fall instead of jumping. I also had a really hard time climbing the gram in the first place. But that was a personal issue. It's tricky. Like, even I was having trouble by the end of the game. Well, my controller was not Nintendo brand controller either, so. Oh, even in the original, I remember having issues with it. And then last one from this group, from Jeff Choi. Holy shit, I literally finished this today. My final thoughts were that while I enjoyed it, there's a lot of bullshit to that game. A lot of inconsistencies <laughs> throughout in how the game works, and sometimes it just feels like luck. Also, the checkpoints in that game are fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'm still mad about how far back it sets you if you die at Dracula. I think I definitely enjoyed it more from streaming it and interacting with people as I played. If I was doing it alone, I'm sure I would have hated it and never finished it. Okay. That, that's something else about the flying block stage. If you die there and get a game over, it takes you back to the previous level. You have to go through it again first. Yeah, I mean... There are unlimited continues that that should be mentioned. Yeah, there in this is game, that. but still, like it, it's it makes you play too much without save states if you're not cheating. And <laughs> I think the anniversary collection, which is the only way to legally play this game now, legally buy it. I don't think it has any rewind or anything. Not that I know of. No, that's why but I never I bought it. Did see that they added the Famicom version to it after the initial release. Oh, that's cool. I've always wanted that. to buy it just to support it. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Because I like I like Konami. I'd like Konami to do, you know, games again someday. Mm-hmm. It's got I Kid want... Dracula on it. Yeah, I, I have tried that once on the, the Game Boy version of it. That was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I liked it. I, I really like this game. I'm a I'm a big fan of this game, even, and I'm glad that I finally got to play it and beat it. Mm-hmm. And that's it all def- the questions we have, because the other group had none, so. Oh, well. Castlevania Shrine had nothing to say to me, but I tried. You can get the anniversary collection on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, or Steam. So it's out there. Yep, normally 20 bucks. Ugh. But you get Castlevania 1, 2, 3, 4, 
the adventure and Belmont's Revenge, which are the two Game Boy ones. Bloodlines, Kid Dracula, and uh, History of Castlevania Book of the Crescent Moon. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like the history of the series. All right, any last things you want to say about this game? It kind of surprised me. Like I, I said in the shelfer box, I fully expected to end up where you did and just I'm just going to put on cheats and blow through this, but there's some kind of driving force where I was determined to do it legit. It's because you're crazy. That was about as, as, as guest Mike was, where he just like, <laughs> I feel like I'm in that gray area between the two of you. <laughs> I mean, I love I love Castlevania as a series. I love the storyline. I just, I love everything about it, but Oh, we should mention before I wrap up, I do want to say we didn't really talk a lot. Some of the bosses, you do fight Medusa, you do fight mummies, you fight Frankenstein's monster, which is stuff that, you know, continues on throughout the series. Oh, and the the first stage of Dracula's Castle is like a a remake of the first stage in the first game, Mm -hmm. complete with Vampire Killer playing. Which is cool, because in the first game, he technically just in the castle, where in this game, you have to get to the castle. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. All right, and before I do go to plugs, I do want to say, if you want more Castlevania, we have covered a bunch of them. Well, we covered a few throughout the show. Uh, episode 101, we covered Symphony of the Night. Episode 92, which also Guest Mike was on, we covered Bloodlines. We covered Castlevania the Belmont Legacy in comic episode 16. <laughs> and the first Castlevania thing on this show was Castlevania Area of Sorrow episode 55, before Mike had joined. That's a good game, too. It's a really damn good game. I only put it down there because I really wanted to play a Castlevania game. I'm like, you know, I've never finished Area, so we're going to play Area. I like I like Aria and every one that came after it. Yes, and since we something we haven't done in at least one episode, we should mention what we're talking about next week. <laughs> I it wonder might, if you're going to remember. I have an outline this time. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we didn't follow the outline in order, but... That's outline. all right. So, and it's your pick, so why don't you do what we're talking about next week? We are playing Infamous for the PS3. I'm very excited to play that game again. It's so, I love that Which series. Is, Actually, what I'm about to do since I turned this off, you can play this more. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so yeah, so if you guys, so we're 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 gonna dive into a, a PS3 exclusive. Yeah. All right, and I want to thank everyone for listening, and I want to thank Mike for joining us earlier. He had to go at a certain point because of this episode ran longer than we thought it would. And if you enjoyed this episode, please go follow all the other crap that we do. <laughs> we we cover games. We cover Castlevania games. You heard we cover comics. We do movies. We are currently going through the MCU and we are nearing the end. Definitely go check those out. And if you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We're on YouTube and there's actually people who comment and actually listen to us on YouTube. And someone awesome. out there called us motherfuckers when he tried to find the Captain America movie and didn't find it. So that was funny to me. So on Disney Plus, dude. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was on their Captain America episode. It's like, motherfuckers. And I'm like, we can't. if I put the movie on, it would just copyright claim me and shut me down immediately. I, I can't get past YouTube. No, I'm not going to try, but I couldn't if I wanted to. So I don't understand what you expect, people. Yeah, well. So, yes, please follow on YouTube. And if you enjoy, and if you enjoy our intro outro, please, great courtesy of Mike Stoney from his, God, I completely screwed that up. <laughs> Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. Definitely go check him out. You will see a link in the show notes. Yeah, that's all I got. It's not my day for that. So they've they've all heard it a billion times. Mm-hmm. Unless they're a brand new listener. Maybe. Okay. All right, we will see you guys all next time. <laughs> bye, everybody. Bye-bye.